0: Me. Last year, for me to hit that next level of, of experiencing abundance, I had to experience what it's like to give myself permission. Mm-hmm. You know, but for me right now, what abundance is, is, is absolute permission, Ooh. you know, in, in, in all things, you know, and that's still something that I have to continue to work on because yeah. there's still parts of me, there's a, it's a part of my character that is still afraid to fully give myself permission to have all the things. Right?
1: Hello and greetings, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of the I Goddess Tings podcast. We are here for another episode. Part another episode in the beat the summit speaker series and today we have our second male guest ever oh my gosh two in a row y'all this is amazing um thomas edwards jr he is another one of the speakers at the total abundance summit which is coming up december 8th and 9th and i am excited for two reasons one because i get to learn more about him today as well alongside you guys and two because we are bringing masculine energy onto the show into the space and you know that the masculine energy just really helps balance and flow with the divine feminine so this is going to be a really great episode so stick around after the intro to meet thomas Welcome to the I goddess Tings podcast, a show for the intentional goddesses where we have the space to discuss all of the things, whether it's love and relationships, business and careers, spiritual and personal development, mental and emotional wellness, or simply the latest foolali on the internet. If a goddess can relate, then it's a ting for us to discuss. I'm your host, Camille Talicia, the intentional goddess, and I'm grateful that you're here today. Let's get into the show. Okay, welcome back, y'all. It's time to meet Thomas. Um, let me read his bio first so we can be real professional with this before we get into the uh, informal. <laughs> so, Thomas Edwards is an innovative visionary in maximizing fulfillment in life. He's the creator and author of The One Up Effect. He works with professionals, leaders, and businesses wanting to level up their purpose, joy, passion, and achievement using his unique game-like methodology for high-level transformation. He's a former professional wingman. Ooh, we might have to dive into that, y'all. Okay, and has been featured in hundreds of media outlets, including features in Men's Health, The Wall Street Journal, GQ, Entrepreneur, The New York Times, MTV, ABC, and The Steve Harvey Show. Okay, we got a real life, like, celebrity, (laughs) y'all. When Thomas is not collecting watches, swimming laps in the pool, or being a girl dad to his four-year-old daughter, you can find him playing some of his favorite games with his wife in Carlsbad, California. Thomas, welcome to the show officially.
0: Thanks well, so much for having
1: me. Man, there's so much that I want to like know immediately right from the bio, and I don't even know where to begin. Um, let's see. Is there anything else that you left out of the bio that also just kind of makes Thomas mm-hmm. Thomas? I mean, you gave us so much, so just whatever else you want to add.
0: I, I try to fit everything in there as much as possible, you know, um, you know, of course that's a professional bio, but that second paragraph is really who, who I am, you know, like I'm a, I'm a dad first yeah. and foremost, you know, it's the thing I've always wanted to be since I, since I can remember being in my teens, you know? And so to have a, a four-year-old, four four and a half. She would want to make sure that's it. Oh, for sure.
1: (laughs) At that age, them halves are important. It's very important, you
0: you (laughs) Having a daughter, she completely changed my life and 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 changed the entire trajectory of how I show up in life, in my business, in my relationships. And so uh, a lot of where I'm at today uh, has a lot to do with the experience of having her and continuing to grow with her.
1: I love that. I love, love, love to hear that. Um, I'm definitely going to be looking for pictures in the future, okay? Because I love the children. <laughs> Cam loves the kids. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you already know. The first thing I'm going to ask from this bio, um, we're not even going to get into the stuff for the interview yet. Let's talk about this professional wingman life, please and thank you. <laughs>
0: so so I, I'm, I'm, I'm far enough removed from that that I can call it literally call it a separate life. But nice. back in In 2009, I created my first coaching business called The Professional Wingman, Mm -hmm. and what I did was basically go out with my clients into real social environments, and I would show them in real time what was preventing them from making those type of romantic connections whether they were at a bar, they were in line waiting at Starbucks, at the grocery store, walking down the street. I really wanted to empower people to develop the social skills necessary to see someone that they wanted to meet and be able to create such an interaction that would allow them to eventually date and be in a long-term relationship with them.
1: Wow. Okay. So did you, were your clients only men or mostly men?
0: It was mostly men, so it was like 65-35 okay. in terms of the ratio.
1: Wow. Okay, who did you find easier to work with, men or women? Women, wingman, really?
0: Women. That, that, I, I don't even have to hesitate. <laughs> okay. Okay. My only wish was I worked with more women because they were they were so op, they were so awesome. They were open. They were coachable, and I, and what I mean by this, I mean they were more open, more coachable. You know, um, and because typically in traditional courtship, it's you know conditioned that women would be more, less less active, right? Yeah. They'd be more passive in the attraction phase. It gave them an opportunity to be more empowered to put in a little bit more effort, even if it didn't look like effort. And it created such disproportionate results for them just by doing, making little adjustments. And so eventually, uh, thanks to a lot of, you know, media and appearances I made, you know, all over, I was known as the real life Hitch. So it was. Oh, it was
1: really? Yeah. You, that is a whole other, I love that. That's so exciting. Okay. No, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just like, that's dope. So the real life Hitch and.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was it. I mean, it, that I had so much fun, you know, it, it was, and the thing is I started this at such a young age. I started the company when I was 22 years old. And so I, I immediately had the first obstacle, which was, what does a 22 year old know about finding love? This guy just got a diaper. It's like, what's going yeah, on? What's right, going right, on right, right. And so I spent a lot of time just sharing, you know, my experience. Uh, little did I know that I had some wisdom to also offer as well. And it just started to, to, allow people to be open to it, just a different perspective. I thought if I could share a different perspective of what dating could be like, the the pursuit of romance could be like, and add a little bit of fun to it by kind of creating this wingman persona, I think it would make the idea of going out and finding your person or persons, if that's your, your preference, to be actually an enjoyable experience from beginning to end.
1: Yes. Wow. So I'm curious now you said that that was what you did. So do you keep up with any of your former clients? Do you know how they're doing? Have they found relationships? Are they still out here being confident daters?
0: Yeah, I mean to this point I mean the the website's still available. It's and I have a program that I I created called Dynamic Dating which Basically, took all the things that I did working with people in person, and I just put it into a self-guided practice. But people are still taking the program. One, one, someone who took the program um, actually recently got married two weekends ago, um, and yeah, which is getting me ever so closer to the four hundred mark in terms of marriages. Holy chicken! Um, what
1: yeah. a, that is a hell of a record.
0: That's yeah, amazing. So, you know, hundreds of marriages, engagements close to a thousand relationships. There are kids running around and. How many are named Thomas you. after you, right? <laughs> that's like the crazy part for me is that like, there are kids running, running around, asking their parents, like, how was I born? And then I'm somehow in that conversation. In you know what I mean? Cause I help facilitate a connection between them, you know, them and their partner. And so it's uh yeah, it was. It was. It's still. It's still reaping the rewards of the experience of empowering people, and then watching them see how they start to go beyond just the skills they use to acquire to um, meet their their person. They're using these skills now to go out and create better relationships in all areas of their lives, yeah. including themselves, which is right. really the most important thing.
1: For sure, for sure. So. I love that i think that's amazing and um i really just want you to come out of retirement for like a week and just like wingman <laughs> for a few of me and my friends you know no, just just for shits and giggles no big deal
0: <laughs>
1: so let me know whenever you're in atlanta okay we're just gonna mm-hmm. dust off the old hitchhap for you <laughs>
0: um
1: okay so since that was your old life quote unquote What are you doing now inside of your new business, which is, is the business is called the one-up effect, right? Or is it? Yes. Okay. So what are you doing inside of that? And like, was there, what was the journey from professional wingman to what you're doing now?
0: Yeah, I think, I think for just for those who are listening, it's better just to even just continue on with the story. to get let's do it. How we got to where we are today. you You know, here I am. You know, about four four years into you know the professional wingman. I mean, I'm I'm all over the place. You know, clients are flying me out around the country to work with them in cities that I'd never been in, sh- trying to show them how they can meet you know people. And for me, that was great. You know, my family were never travelers, um, and so me traveling around the country was just it was unheard of in my family. You know, and I got to do that. I loved it. And I remember. One of my peak moments was being on the Steve Harvey show, you know, like Steve Harvey looked for me to come in and help him address uh, women who were having trouble meeting guys, right? I and sure so- think
1: like a man himself
0: needed some <laughs> support? I yeah, love it. you know, for me, that was a big deal. And I crushed it, you know, he, cause at first he was kind of like, you know, who's this, you know, you're, you're kind of young to be an expert you know, and I was able to kind of, I was able to prove myself in the yeah. segment and he gave me his respect and I just felt really good. And I remember celebrating, I was on the rooftop in Chicago and there was this moment where I felt like, man, like I'm I really being acknowledged as like the, one of the best in the world at this. Yeah. And there was this pause that I had where I felt really empty and I felt unfulfilled and I didn't expect that, you know? It was really disappointing for me to feel this and I couldn't shake it. And I also didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how to talk about it. I didn't know how to describe it. It was really starting to eat away at me. And I felt like, wow, like how can I feel, have this moment where I felt like I was on top of the world and it did all the things. I did all the things. I, I created a successful business. I, I made money. I'm able to travel. My, my parents are proud. Like, I'm now married, and 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 things are just all these amazing things are happening. Why am I feeling so awful? And 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 I didn't know what to do with it. Didn't know how to talk about it. I didn't talk to anyone about it either. And it started this gradual downward spiral where I I dropped into a deep depression. Um, And it was fueled by alcohol and drug abuse. And I I just lost lost my way. Like I just relationships started to erode. I started to surround myself with with the not the highest of quality people and staying mm-hmm. out late just completely losing myself and you know then I had my daughter and then the identity crisis hit between wingman and being a dad even though being a dad was what i ultimately wanted right and i then spent a bit of time more actively mourning the death of the identity that i created for myself as the wingman hmm. and all of that was just fueling everything and Eventually, you know, I reached a point where my wife came out of the bedroom and was like, "Hey, like, I love you, and this is not the marriage that I want to be in." You know, I want to be in, you know, X, Y, and Z marriage, not right. this marriage. Like, something inside this dynamic needs to change. And she, and I remember that. I remember the way she had talked about it specifically because she never pointed at me and said, "You're the problem." But Which is amazing
1: of her amazing. to have done that. So she could yeah. have
0: totally done that and been totally justified in doing that because I yeah. caused a lot of pain and damage um, mm-hmm. in her personal life, right? And so but I internalized that, thankfully, as I'm, I'm the problem. I need to do <laughs> something. And then yeah. that realization of I'm not equipped to handle this. <laughs> like I, like I'm not equipped to get myself out of this pit that I just dug in, you know, so it was the first time, this is what, this is where I call getting the extra life. This is the first time where I raised my hand and said, like, I need some support here, you know, yeah. my coach now needs someone or something or some people to help him get out of this, you know, yeah. so started this journey of receiving all kinds of support, you know, whether it was, you know, leadership retreats, I had a personal coach, meditation retreats recovery programs like the whole the whole bit and i'm i'm a i've I've realized i'm I'm a great learner and and i'm I'm great at application when when the volition is there Mm -hmm. and so i was making incremental progress and i can see parts of my life change but i realized i wasn't having fun And, and i knew and i was doing these things out of obligation like i i acquired all these responsibilities as being a businessman, being a provider, being a husband, being a a dad, right? Being a coach. These are things that I created for myself. So I have to take responsibility for them and uphold those responsibilities. But at the time I was doing them out of obligation, you know, and I wasn't having fun. And I knew if I couldn't find fun, it was only a matter of time before I went back to all that darkness that I was trying to avoid. and so. I went on this quest to find fun, and I was thinking about what's the one thing in my life that I always had fun doing, and it was video games, you know, and so, okay. I, you know, I remember, and I hadn't played for years, because I allowed, I had, there was all these programs and, and stories told to me that, you know, entrepreneurs don't play video games, video games are for kids, you don't have time to play video games, all these things, rude. Just, <laughs> 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 adopted, you know, right. and, you know, let it be a part of my programming, my story. Yeah. So I remember picking up, uh, you know, the controller, it was a PlayStation controller, and I, I literally felt this electrical charge through my body as if, like, I like went back to when I was a, a little kid playing Mario and Sonic for the first time and that excitement that I had. So I was like, I need to find a way to put some structure around this to keep this in my life. And so I decided to pursue a career in semi being a semi-professional gamer in eSports. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. <And> so, <laughs> I focused on one game and I practiced and I ended up going into a tournament in Orange County, California. And I was just blown away. I was like a kid in a candy store, just like having fun, meeting people, talking about games and strategy. And I ended up doing relatively well for a first timer. I think I came in like 33rd out of 120 people, which was wow. great. Yeah, It was solid, but more importantly, like the amount of like just fun and joy that I experienced was unmatched, you know, to anything that I had ever experienced in my adult life. And just this idea in my head, I was like, man, I, I wish life was like this, where I could just like play life like it's a game, you know, and have this joy constantly happening in my life. And then it just clicked. I was like, well, why can't I do that? Like, why can't I make life a game? So I went back to this journal that I have here. You can't see it, but. <laughs> <laughs> I see
1: it, y'all. <laughs> <I> see it. <laughs> this
0: journal. And I went back and I was like, man, like. All this transformation that I've made has some structure here. It has some process. It has some evolution. What if I actually just took my coaching experience and put this into a methodology that allowed me to experience life as a game, mm-hmm. but allowed me to also grow as a, yeah. as a as a person and get closer to my God self, you know, so to speak. That's why I call it the most complete self. But yes, I love and, that. Mm. And it really clicked with me. And then the idea, and then that's when it was called the one up effect came into play because when you're playing a video game, and for those for those of you who are gamers, you understand this, but is, you don't have to be a gamer to understand this. When you're playing any type of game and you're at the end of your rope, whether it's on your last life or you can't find that last word in the crossword puzzle or if you can't find that last word in the word search or whatever it is, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of panic. There's anxiety. There's frustration because you just can't figure it out. And you don't want to lose because you right. feel like if you stop playing, that you lose. right? right. And you don't want to lose. But something happens when you get in, in, now in Mario, that green mushroom that extra life, oh, yes. all of a sudden now you're like, I can handle this. I can do whatever. You can take your time. You can face you know, challenges, enemies, Goombas, Bowser. And listen, if, if you die, it's okay. You have an extra life. And now you, not only do you have an extra life, you have feedback yeah. on how to be able to overcome that challenge this time. Yeah. So it's complete psychological and paradigm shift that happens when, it, when you do that. And so I figured that's a great name. To call a way of being that allows you to feel like you can live life like you found an extra one, right, and enjoy the process of ha- of becoming your most complete self, right, and so that became like my life's message, you know. And then I see, and bringing it back to like where my daughter is, like I watched, I've been watching her grow for the past four and a half years. I mean, for me, last year, for me to hit that next level of of experiencing abundance. I had to experience what it's like to give myself permission, mm-hmm. you know, but for me right now, what abundance is, is, is absolute permission, Ooh. you know, in, in in all things, you know, and that's still, I don't mean like physical things. I just mean yeah. like have all of life. Right. Yes. Um. And so I continue to work with that to understand where that obviously is, is from fear. And so where does that fear come from? And typically what I find is, if there's a level of abundance that hasn't been unlocked yet, it's because there's a fear that hasn't been healed yet. And so, if you're able to really bring it back to that, you'll be able to really level up in ways that you, you just wouldn't even realize. I mean, for me, the past three years has been nothing short of miraculous because I keep allowing myself to face those fears or how I'm allowing me to level up. Yeah. And most, I mean, and I bring it back to this point, and I, and I really want to drive it home, is that I've it's become a point where I become so intimate with my fear and my experience of abundance that I'm actually able to enjoy the process of going into my fears, healing, and coming back into that next level of abundance, you know. And so that is even possible. Yeah. For anyone who's experiencing a lot of fear and is afraid to go in there, know from someone who's speaking about it right now that. It is possible that there could be a reality where you can actually have fun going in there and right. being able to attract the light that can allow you to live a better life. It, it's 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 amazing. I get I get emotional about that because particularly because I know how painful it can be. Yeah, you know so that's also part of the reason why this exists is because I want people to realize that like they're not alone in the experience of what they're experiencing and that there is a way that you can experience abundance in ways that you've always wanted to, but just didn't know how and be able to enjoy that process getting there.
1: Oh man, can I tell you, it was like chills. There's a few things you said that gave me chills, but absolute permission. Oh, that one just like landed. I love that so much. Oh my gosh, y'all, okay, to recap. (laughs) Thomas is speaking at the Total Abundance Summit on Wednesday, December 8th, 5.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you grab your ticket. Head over to TotalAbundanceSummit.com right now. I am so, so excited. He The, the keynote title, again, is How to Have Fun, Becoming Your Most Complete Self, in which he is really going to be breaking down this one-up effect that he's been sharing with us already today. But even more so. I am so, so excited. Um, Thomas, thank you again for coming on the show today. Do you have any last words that you want to say to close out our conversation? And then also, please share with everybody where they can connect with you online, on the interwebs, and anything else you have coming up in the near future.
0: Yeah, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for having me on here. Thank you for giving me the chance to, to share this message. You know, I hope whoever's listening got Something you know, you a little bit from this, <laughs> um, and yeah, I look forward to seeing you guys uh, on Wednesday. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to thomasedwardsjr.com. Junior being Jr, um, <laughs> and then if you want to catch me on social media, I'm on Instagram at thomas H. Edwards Jr., Twitter Thomas H. Edwards, YouTube Thomas Edwards Jr. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I couldn't get it all together because of whatever limitations. It's not necessarily availability, it's just limitations. Like, for example, uh, Twitter doesn't allow Junior because that's too many characters for a Twitter handle. Like weird stuff like that, so. Okay, Okay,
1: Twitter, thanks. (laughs)
0: uh, Yeah, but yeah, you can find me anywhere. DMs are open, reach out. I would love to hear from you.
1: Yes, I love that. Thomas, thank you, thank you, thank you again, y'all. Please connect with him. Even if you can't make it to the summit, connect with him because what he has to teach and offer and share is so powerful and impactful. I am so excited to see what you create and see these 5 million lives that you change with this program and of course, first at the summit. But then afterwards.
0: The well, it's um, profit, right? it's right, exactly
1: <laughs> exactly so with that y'all we are complete with another episode from the meet the summit speaker series thank you so much for listening i really hope to see you guys at the summit december 8th and december 9th it is virtual online via zoom events it's going to be a great time we're going to have two full days of just so much juiciness. I'm telling you, every single speaker I'm, I've interviewed so far, like I just get more and more excited about this event. So I really don't want y'all to miss it. But until the next episode, y'all be blessed, be amazing and be intentional. We will see you next time. Bye y'all. This has been another episode of the I Goddess Things podcast created and produced by Camille Talicia of The Intentional Goddess. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a fellow goddess, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, and rate and review it so other goddesses can find us and join in too. We're available on all podcasting platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. For more information about The Intentional Goddess, head to www.theintentionalgoddess.com. And you can connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at The Intentional Goddess. See you in the next episode.